You can't go in there. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. Excuse me, little old lady. Could you do me a favor and watch my stuff here while I go break a dollar? Of course. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. Where's the booze? I got robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. Gets worse, Lloyd. My parakeet, Petey? Huh? He's dead. His head fell off. Nice set of hooters you got there. I beg your pardon? The owls are beautiful. I can't feel my fingers anymore. Lloyd, they're, they're, they're numb. Ooh. Maybe you should wear these extra gloves. My hands are starting to get sweaty. Get off the salt. You spilled the salt. Toss some salt over your right shoulder. Who's the dead man that hit me with the salt shaker? You gonna eat that? What, that? No, yes, no. Well, no, I, I crossed my mind. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Yeah, well, what's that? That's nothing, sir. Come on, give me that booze, you little pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Come on. Tic-tac, sir? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You okay, man? It was just a goof. I hope you're not using the toilet. It's broken. Huh? No, I was just shaving. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Samsonite, about the briefcase, my friend Harry and I have every intention of fully reimbursing you. Open it up. Open it up! Go ahead. Open it up. Do what he says. That's as good as money, sir. Those are IOUs. Go ahead and add it up. Every cent's accounted for. Look. See this? That's a car. 275000 Might want to hang on to that one. Welcome to Sweet Blade Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of STL. And with me, I have special guest uh, over to my right. Good old Tabby Masunas. Tabby Mac, how you doing? Good. Good? That's all you yeah. got to say? How's your day going? Nah. Dead air. She's a <laughs> she's a great podcaster. Oh, is that a laugh I hear from another person? Is this Jameson Very Good Rabbit? <laughs> What's up, sir? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. I, I forgot what your voice sounded like. It has been a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Since I retired, right? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I should retire every six months and then you know come back. Yeah. This is the first time I've been on since the grand retirement. It is. I was. Just, it is. I was just joking about that. I didn't know that was for real. Oh. Yeah, I think the last time I was on was last April. Wow, that's crazy, man. We got to not make that a habit. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, believe it or not, uh, today. I listened to your Movie Mojo Monthly episode. Very good. Uh, and uh-huh. uh, there was one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you and Brian were talking about John Wick 2, which, you know, you and I both love that movie. But mm-hmm. what was really weird is you guys ran. You guys said, well, he just randomly had a dog. And I'm like, did you not watch the end of part one when he rescued that dog that had 10 days to live? 
So yeah, at the time that I had watched, the time we recorded, it had been a while since I watched the first John Wick. I watched it uh, that afternoon after we recorded. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. It's okay. Oh, well. It only lasts for life, eh, or until yeah. or until you take it off iTunes, whichever comes. There's first. only like five people that listen, so I'm not worried. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so yeah, four and a half stars, John Wick two. I, I'm off to a good year, man. I've watched uh, first movie this year. Uh, was your favorite Underworld? Uh, <laughs> which you didn't review that one. Didn't see it. That I did John Wick 2 and then the Lego movie. Tabby and I just yeah. watched that. Yeah. Uh, Tabby, what was your uh, what's your thoughts on the Lego movie? I hate Lego movies with a passion, but that one was really good. Yes, it was. Very good. And really funny. <laughs> uh, I was really excited to hear what you had to say about it. And you told me, we saw it twice in one week. I was like, ooh, I knew, I knew then I had to go see it. Yeah. Uh, especially after I heard all the awesome Batman Easter eggs. And uh, I instantly got that the song he does in the beginning. You know, I'm Batman. That yep. uh, f- who doesn't pay their taxes? Batman. Not, not Batman. <laughs> good times. Uh, I I love uh, I love the Lego Movie. I thought it was great, man. Um, what, I agree. Where would you rate it in the cinematic universe of Batman? In, you know, we can talk Mask of the Phantasm because it did hit the theater. I'm just curious, where would you rank that currently uh, out of all the movies? Uh, uh, <laughs> Put you on spot, sucker. It's probably the upper half. Um, I got the uh, one, two, three. I would put it fifth overall for me. Very good. I got yeah. I got uh, Dark Knight trilogy, Batman '89, and Lego Batman. That's that's me. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's the best Batman we've had in a number of years. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> that is so sad to hear. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I loved Rises. So uh, for me, this is the best movie since then. For others, it's the best since Dark Knight. So I guess it yeah. depends where you fall on that side of the ladder. Um, yeah. Uh, I I did not like the Lego movie, but there was some, as Tabby said, there were multiple times watching it where it felt, what did you say? Like actual realistic, like it's actually the move, like a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you could. I didn't sometimes realize I was watching a Lego movie until like yeah. they're walking. I see the holes in the leg. I'm like, oh yeah, Lego, you know. Like so. when the <laughs> stuff explodes. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So yeah, February 28th, and John Wick 2 is your favorite movie so far of the year, right? Uh, the favorite movie that was released in 2017, absolutely. Perfect. Good time. That's not saying a lot about this year, though. No, it's not. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, I I wanted to touch base with you on that, and uh, why don't we uh, why don't we roll into some news real quick, sir, before we get into our topic of the day of Dumb and Dumber. Let's do it.
so sir i got one topic i want to bring up with you mm-hmm. and uh i gotta get your updated thoughts since i just listened to your thoughts earlier and there's new updates uh <laughs> okay so you and i when this whole dceu thing started uh, we were on two separate sides of the fence I was the positive, this is going to be great, I'm loving it. You were like, ah, oh, this is trash, and this is going to huh? suck. Uh, you were you were dissing Batman v Superman before it ever came out. You're like, I don't know, man, this movie's going to suck. Uh, huh? And in, as much as I, I love the movie, I totally understand why there is all this, you it's know. It's a disappointment. Yeah, all, all this, you know, diverge, uh, diversion between the people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Nolan trilogy, it's pretty much, you know, Across the board, most people, even the common folks, dig it. Uh, but di- divisive, that's what I was trying to say. Batman v Superman was very divisive. Uh, Man of Steel, I love Man of Steel, but you know that started everything off very divisive. So uh, as time has gone on, uh, the Batman uh, is just, every day, every day it just felt like more and more <laughs> bad news. And I'm basically like, if you don't see that there's problems, then you're blind. I mean, there, there really is. But Matt Reeves, I would definitely say this. I agree with you on a couple things. One, Ben Affleck, if he's deciding to leave, is not going to announce it until after Justice League because that's suicide. They won't allow him to. Right. Yeah. You, you don't want to tank Justice League, especially if you want to make a billion dollars if people go in knowing that Batman is not going to be Batman next time you see him. Okay. Right. right. Uh, you know, I, I think now that Matt Reeves is taken over, maybe... Uh, he's going to change his tune. I think Matt Reeves is more important than Ben Affleck at this point because Matt Reeves is the kind of guy who would do a trilogy just like Nolan would. And he he wants creative control. I think that's what took so long for this deal to go through, why it fell through. Uh, my guess is because of the fact of how much he wanted to do. I mean, the guy has a vision. The guy made the best Planet of the Apes movie. He, brought, he came into a franchise and made the second movie better than the other one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, now that you know that he's officially on, and where do you stand since the last time you reported this on Movie Mojo Monthly? Where, where are you standing right now on how your feelings are? So, I mean, the, the last time uh, we recorded Mojo was when Matt Reeves had first dropped out of, had had signed up and then dropped out, and it was like, this thing is in disrepair. Correct. Uh, now he's back in officially, and it gives me a glimmer of hope, but... It does not change the fact that Zack Snyder is the creative force behind the overall universe that we are watching. And that's the biggest thing for me that frustrates me. Now, like you say, I hope that the fact that Matt Reeves uh, came back in and the, the fact that he got creative control, I'm hoping that means that he can rest his vision into the movie over what Zack Snyder wants. I, I'm hoping that's it, because 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 I do I like him I like his vision I like what he's done so far in his short movie career, um, and I'm hopeful that Jeff Johns kind of putting his stamp on these movies now and and, and just I, it's hard for me to be optimistic about the DC movies because I haven't seen one that I've enjoyed yet. <laughs> I mean I haven't I've, I've I've liked some of them and I've liked parts of some of them and I've liked certain things about some of them but there hasn't been one that i've enjoyed yet and that's that's rough i want to enjoy my comic book movies not tolerate or find fight excuses to enjoy them you know I, I shouldn't have to make excuses to to like something and they make it very difficult on me yeah fair enough fair enough um so i when even i 
am to the point where I just don't care anymore, you know it's bad. You know, when when Batman is is my ultimate number one dude, and uh, that's all I care about is Batman movies, and I don't even care. Uh, I mean, just the other day, Tabby, what did you say to me about Ben Affleck? <laughs> when uh, I mentioned about uh, the Batman, you're like, is Ben Affleck even going to be Batman anymore or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. Basically, we're not going to know anything until after September. Because Matt Reeves obviously has this movie. we got to talk promotional time. The earliest he could possibly get to this movie is August. So, you right. know, And Ben Affleck, assume, even if he thinks Justice League is crap, I think he's going to wait for it to come out. But there's no way, even if he's already left, there's no way they would ever announce it. It's just PR uh, yeah. if he's going to leave. Because that would totally doom, um, totally doom Justice League. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm optimistic, and uh, I'm glad Matt Reeves is in charge. I, I mean, Ben Affleck did the right thing by stepping down, but that was kind of the thing that everybody was clam- was glamoring for is a, a de- Ben Affleck-directed Batman yeah. movie. You know, And once that c- kind of left, I think a lot of enthusiasm, even hardcore you know, fanboy, butthurt DC guys kind of gave in, too. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lost hope. You know, so... I mean, you and I had talked, I think, uh, off air when this happened. Like, I think I texted you, like, do you think they should just shut down the Batman movie and focus on other things? Because it's look, it was starting to look a little like a doomed project. Right. Well, here's... All right. I like the established DCU characters. Like, if Wonder Woman is a huge success, you don't want to throw away Gal Gadot. Um, if I, Jason Momoa is going to be awesome as Aquaman, you don't want to throw that away. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Flash that project is going down the toilet but <laughs> but you know Har- Har- margot robbie's amazing harley quinn mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a big fan of the joker but i don't think they need to scrap the dcu i'm i'm hoping- no not the dcu but it just the batman movie yeah i was i was starting to question whether they need to just scrap that and focus on the focus on the flash and the rest of the movies that they have coming out yeah but- uh, now that they got Matt Reeves, I think they probably will. Now that they made that announcement, people can quiet down and they don't really have to bring up the Batman. Uh, but I, yeah, I was starting to get to that point once they were losing director and, and all this stuff happened. It was like this is a Doom project. I don't even care anymore, and that yeah. and that's bad. Uh, but now that this has happened, it's you know it's starting to turn the tides a little bit. But I think because he's been around for 20 years, there's so much story that can be told. Even if Ben Affleck leaves, you know, in regard, uh, recasting is not a big deal in a Batman universe. Uh, They've done it before. We had, re- we had recasting done in the Nolan trilogy, and it worked out better. So I'm not, and I want Ben Affleck to stay. I really do. I love him, but if if he leaves, I won't be surprised, and if he stays, I won't be surprised. I'm th- if he wants to leave, I'm sure Val Kilmer still has his cowl, <laughs> and he is ready at a moment's notice to show up as Batman in whatever shape you need him in. Maybe George Clooney could take another knock at it. Really. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about in news, so uh, why don't we get to our subject at hand today, and let's talk some Dumb and Dumber. Excuse me. Could you tell me how to get to the medical school? You go straight ahead, and uh, you make the left over the bridge. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria? (laughs) Well then, (laughs) good day, mate. 
<laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Uh-oh. What? What's the matter? You spilled the salt. That's what's the matter. Quick. Toss some salt over your right shoulder. What the hell? Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? The yours? Uh-huh. Both of them? Yeah. <laughs> What's her last name? I'll look it up. Uh, starts with an S. So swim, swami. Slippy. Slappy, swimming, salmon, salmon, Swanson, Swanson? Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the. Oh, yeah! It's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. What happened, Harry? Some little filly break your heart? No, it was a girl. Brayda Belcher. I thought we were going to be together forever. <laughs> she give you any reason? Yeah, I called her up. She gave me a bunch of crap about me not listening to her enough or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Hey, that was good. I bathe them and I clip them myself. And I stand by my performance. Go look at the fun bags on that hose hound. I'd like to eat her liver with some farver beans and a nice bottle of key ante. <laughs> All right, sir. So dumb and dumber. So Tabitha, I want to talk to you first, miss. So uh, why don't you give me the history? Because, you know, Dumb and Dumber is a movie that you constantly watch, especially on a Saturday. I come down the stairs and all of a sudden it's on because, yeah. you know, you know, mom hates this movie with a passion. Uh, what's your history with Dumb and Dumber? What do you mean? Well, what how did you get into it? Why do you like it so much? And, uh, you know, why do you watch it so much? Well, the first time we watched it, because we were just curious on what this was, so you put it on, because you introduced me to it, and I just died laughing, and I just kept constantly watching it, and there's a certain part in there that just makes me laugh twice as hard every time I watch it. Which we'll get to, that particular part. Um, it, you absolutely love this movie. Yeah. And uh, Better than the second one. <laughs> <laughs> We shall talk about the second one. Uh, Jameson. Now, uh, believe it or not, this movie for me, I was afraid going in because I had only known Jeff Daniels to be a serious guy, especially because I had just finished watching Speed. And, you know, he was the, the crazy, you know, hardcore cop that gets killed, spoiler alert. And then I find out he's in a comedy with Jim Carrey, and I'm just like, but he's not going to be funny. And... 
I was blown away the first time I seen it because Jeff Daniels was actually my favorite character out of this movie. And the question will be coming up multiple times in our talk of who's dumb and who's dumber. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, what's your history with Dumb and Dumber, sir? So Dumb and Dumber was it, – it very much reminds me of a summer – uh, or a year of high school that I was in because there was over the stretch of like eight months, uh, we went from Jim Carrey just being one of the funniest things on In Living Color to Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber all coming out within like an eight month stretch. Right. And it was like, yeah, he built up so much with me by the time I went and saw this in theaters. I was fully anticipating this thing to be hilarious <laughs> because I had loved everything that I'd seen him in. And yeah, it did not it did not disappoint. This is uh this is a really fun comedy. And yeah, like you say, Jeff Daniels, highly underrated coming into this. And uh he was. I I'd seen him in things like Purple Rose of Cairo and things like this that were like very serious movies. Yeah. And uh and yeah, and then he shows up in this and you're like, that guy can be really funny. I mean, he was a bit of the straight man for, for part of the movie and his 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 dumbness uh, changes levels throughout the movie. I dare say he has the better lines like, pull over, no, it's a cardigan, but thanks for yeah. noticing. You know, I dare say he has the best. Well, because he's not doing as much of the physical comedy. Right. So you got to give him something. Right. Just give me the damn number. Uh, I, I love, I love Jeff Daniels. It is. I seriously think Jeff Daniels is dumb and Jim Carrey is dumber. dumber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, now, now, you and I, we have very similar tastes in comedy where we hate gross-out humor. We mm-hmm. love smart comedy. That's why we love the 80s so much. Yeah. And and, the, and this is early 90s. It's 1994. Yeah. I think this is a very smart comedy because we have a few gross-out moments, a.k.a. the toilet scene, which is, mm-hmm. is yeah, it, it still makes me laugh. But it's very smart, even though the movie's called Dumb and Dumber, very smart comedy. And, you know, when we get to the sequel, we'll kind of talk about it a little bit later. But uh, I can't get over how even in 2017, these jokes still work after 1994. You know, all these years later, I'm still laughing at the jokes I know that are going to be coming. And that's that's a testament of, of this film. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's still, I mean, the, one of one of the scenes that gets me, I quote this movie, I mean, <laughs> I've been quoting it now for 20 some years, it's ridiculous, but, um, you know, one of the scenes is when, when they're kind of destitute down by the lake uh, in Aspen, and they're freezing, he's like, my hands are freezing, he's like, you should wear these other gloves. <laughs> you had a second pair of blobs? When Harry's, when Harry's choking Lloyd out. He's like, Harry, your hands are freezing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Tabitha, all right. Tabitha, what is your favorite, your all-time favorite scene in this movie that you constantly laugh at no matter what time, what kind of day you're having? Okay, so when they're driving to Aspen and they get pulled over by the cop and (laughs) um, he's got to pee in the bottle and then the cop drinks the pee and he goes tic tac sir <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth if you know it's good for you <laughs> <laughs> you 
You've been uh, sipping some of Grandpa's cough medicine. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the first scene that that got me that made me fall in love with the movie was about twenty minutes in when the when he tapes the the parakeet head on <laughs> and and he goes you you sold my dead parakeet to a blind kid his head fell off and the way that Jeff Daniels says his head fell off his head fell off yeah just like that I took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, I do like the fact that they brought the kid back for the sequel. I I did I did appreciate that. Yeah. Um. But but did you notice that he taped the head upside down? No, I I guess I didn't. Yeah. At least to me, it looks like he taped the head upside down. But I mean, there's so much tape there, it's hard to tell. But that was immediately what pulled me in because I'm definitely a big Jim Carrey fan. I you know, in Living Color, love him. Fire Marshal Bill. So many great things. And as you know, In Living Color is a show that we did a podcast on, Changing Channels podcast. And In Living Color was our most downloaded episode for various reasons because it's a fantastic show. And we went on and on and on about Jim Carrey and how fantastic he is. And uh, his jokes are really good. As you said, he does the physical comedy. Um, I guess we can the, – the plot of this movie is very simple. And I guess it should be in a movie called Dumb and Dumber, but it really is just an adventure, a simple adventure of two guys who are stupid that are on a mission to deliver a briefcase. I mean, that really is the plot of the film. You, you can't get much deeper than that. Am I, am Goodbye, I right? my love. <laughs> so much about this movie I love. Oh, good day, mate. Oh, <laughs> so good. It was just a goof, man. Just a goof. <laughs> it was just a goof. <laughs> Well, that's what's great. I mean, it's half road trip movie, half just stupid comedy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know the most annoying sound in the world part. You would think would be so so annoying, the but face he makes the, it's the exactly the face that he makes is what really sells that scene. Just like the ketchup and the mustard being thrown into the air, <laughs> and it doesn't ever reach his mouth. It just simply goes in the air and gets all over. Just the face. But the best is like when they're trying to get that dude to eat his burger, he goes, how about that burger? You know, and it's like <laughs> his eyes would just keep looking at the burger, you know, and uh, it's just great. And uh, I, the physical comedy of trying to get Mike Starr to eat the pills, too, after he's he's on the floor. is like, don't worry, I know CPR. He's pushing his legs. It's <laughs> thrown into the blinds and comes back. Pills are good. Pills are good. It was, He's resisting me. It was just a goof, man. Just a goof. Oh. Oh. And the face he makes when he's trying to give him CPR. <laughs> exactly. Him now, I love the the restaurant scene of spilling the salt. You yeah. just spilled the salt, oh man. My gosh. I love the whole that, that whole sequence, I think, is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. I mean, it's flawless. Just like, okay. I honestly don't get the flow joke, but I laugh at it anyways because of the way that they tell the joke. Can you explain the flow joke to me? It's I don't so dumb. It. It's just it's just the the old TV show with Flow the Waitress on it. Can't remember what the show was called. Oh. And that's just that's all it is. He's just like, excuse me, flow, and she stops like. Excuse me, what is that? So dumb. I don't get it, but because of the way that they laugh, I just I I bust up laughing. It's so good. Um, Hurry up, throw some salt over your right shoulder. 
<laughs> and Seabass is such a great character. I love that's the the guy who plays Seabass is my favorite hockey player of all time, Cam Neely. And I remember the first time I see this, like, that's Cam Neely. That's my favorite hockey player. He's made many return trips to these movies. Um, and I just love the character of Seabass. Just <laughs> <laughs> now, did did you know that he was a, a homosexual? What? Did you know um, that? <laughs> I, I knew it about halfway through the movie. Right. I was shocked when that scene happens and he's in the bathroom and it says, and for man love, you know, he looks at his clock. 2.15 a.m. sharp. <laughs> and it just happens to be that it is Seabass who's going to provide the man love. Oh, my gosh. When the door gets kicked open to the stall, the re- Jim Carrey's reaction when he just screams. <laughs> and, then, <gasps> and, and then he ends up with the thumb in his mouth the whole time. And But the brilliant Find part. Place. Yeah. The best part though is is in the meantime is Jeff Daniels being caught on fire. Now yeah, I don't right. I don't know what happened, but it really looked like he took the fire. I don't know what kind of special effects it was, but it really looks like, hey, can we set your leg on fire? We'll put some stuff underneath it so you won't get burned. But it'd be really funny if it's really you and you got fire going on. Yep. How do you think this scene really went down? Do you think he really was yeah. on fire? I mean, yeah, because when he comes bursting in the stall to put his toilet, put out the toilet, his leg is on fire, and he's trying to get the water onto it because the, the the water in the toilet bowl is not very deep. No. So you see him splashing it, trying to get the water up onto his pants leg that's on fire. That's uh, that's very obvious fire. Yeah, it's pretty good. Just give me the damn number. And the way his <laughs> eyes cross, it's great. Now, Jeff Daniels can read, and and uh, Jim Carrey can't. Now. It seems obviously Jim Carrey is the dumber one, but yep. isn't there a few things Jim Carrey can do that Jeff Daniels can't? And I'm you're gonna have to help me on this one, Tabby, because you watch it way more than I do. What is it that Jim Carrey is smarter at than Jeff Daniels? Because I I can't remember. Not reading a map—that's Jeff Daniels' specialty. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know. Because every moment, like, it gets to a point when I watch a oh, movie. Oh, when, wa- he, when he tricks him on oh, a betting. I'll get you. Yeah, I can get you to oh, bet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because. But but he never, but then he doesn't realize it either. He's like, I oh, bet yeah. you I can get you to bet. He's like, oh, you can't. And then he, I bet you $100. <laughs> 20 to 1 odds. Fine. He's like, I'm going to get you. Oh, I'm going to get you. He doesn't realize that he just made him make a bet. So he is dumber. <laughs> Did you pay the gas bill? <laughs> you realize you- you've done? <laughs> What are those things? Because when they take the money, he goes, they're just as good as money. What oh, okay. The IOUs. The IOU scene. <laughs> I, I don't care what kind of day I'm having, but when I watch the, IO, the IOU scene and he's like, you see this? This is a Ferrari. You might want to hold on to it. <laughs> no, this is this a Lamborghini. Is, this is as good as money. <laughs> Another one of my favorite oh. ones is where they're like, stamps tonight. I was way off. Oh, oh dude. I, do, I quote that one. All the time. Anytime I'm trying to think of any name, it's Slippy, Slappy, Swami, Swanson, <laughs> Samsonite. Okay, this is where I'm going to confess my the stupid Miss here. Okay, so the whole time of this Samsonite joke, I never knew it was literally on a laptop bag until I started working in computers about you know seven years ago, and in the mail came a laptop bag for my work. And on the front of it said Samsonite. And I said, that's where that joke came from. 
<laughs> Samsonite is like the oldest hear, name in luggage. You didn't hear when they said maybe it's on a suitcase. You didn't yeah. hear. Yeah, all? I did, but I never put two and two together. But <laughs> that joke became so much funnier after I saw that Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. Just the way he <laughs> says it is fantastic. Now. I think a character I really don't like too much is Lauren Holly. Really? Uh, yeah. Mary. Huh? Yeah. I, I like her. Now, you and I have had our, our dislike of female characters in these movies, oh. and she's nowhere near on that list that we've had, you know, where we literally go off on somebody for like 10 minutes of how terrible they are. I don't think she does a bad job. I just, I think she's kind of stale. And I, I know that's probably what her character is supposed to be. I mean, she's definitely better than Terry Gar. I can't stand Terry Gar. <laughs> but I don't know. There's I've seen Lauren Howley in, in better stuff, like give better performances. Oh, sure. So sure, sure. It's, I could take her or leave her. And I know Jim Carrey and her eventually got together and married and then divorced and stuff. But is there any character in the movie that you kind of can live without or have issues with? I mean, not really. Yeah, you're you're right. She is kind of stale, but she is just kind of supposed to be the the straight man for these two knuckleheads to dance around with their canes and top hats. And uh, um, yeah, I think everyone else. I mean, yeah, everyone else is just kind of set pieces yeah. to to let them kind of poke fun at and just kind of play off of. Yeah. So yeah, you don't want to get anyone else that's got too huge of a personality because you wouldn't want to draw away from Harry and Lloyd. True. I mean, nobody in the movie takes would take takes away from it where it would drop my rating. Definitely yeah. not in that case. But I guess you're right. I mean, she definitely livens up when she's with uh, with Harry. Uh, I, I think that's kind of where why I think she, she's so stale because she's more she's more in scenes with Jim Carrey where she's supposed to be stale and then she livens up when she's with Harry and I really enjoy those scenes you know when they're throwing you know snowballs at each other and rolling down when the he gets his tongue stuck Yeah, he gets ball. his tongue stuck. That's mm-hmm. really good stuff. Uh but I I absolutely love the bathroom scene. I I don't know why. I know it's toilet humor. Oh, I mean it, Yeah, it really is, oh, but my. uh I I still get a kick out of it. It's just I think it's because the way his face is. I don't know what it is, but, but still when, cracks me up. When she tells him that the toilet's broken, he's like, his the, face is like, oh yeah. My gosh. <laughs> and then it's like dump it out outside the window. Yeah. So eh, that definitely is. Um, I don't know. I I still get a kick out of that scene. There, I think the only scene in the movie that I don't like that I literally could fast forward is the daydream scene where he's like fight you know with mary and he's fighting the oh, guy yeah. in the restaurant it's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only scene i don't like uh, yeah. you could cut that out and it would make the movie so uh they flow so no- much faster they did another one of those in number two which which part it was when um like they were in the high school and then like he got a knife thrown at him and then blah 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 and then he's like I want you to bone her like a chicken cutlet, something like that. Do you know what she's talking about? Because I don't even remember this thing. In number two? Yeah. yeah. I, I I whitewashed that from my <laughs> mind. I don't remember anything about number two. I'm sorry. The first time I watched part two, I really enjoyed it. But the more I've gone back to it, the less I've watched it, if that yeah. makes sense. I, I saw it in the theater, and that was that was good. Really? That was it. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever seen it. Just like Dumb and Dumber Rur. 
Oh. I, I saw that one Isn't time. That when I first met. Yeah. Isn't that the one that you showed me that we never watched again? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, like yeah that's it, it's hot garbage, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a question for you because I watched actually um, for the first time I watched my Blu-ray of the uncut version of Dumb and Dumber, which mm. I'd never actually watched. I bought it, never watched this uncut version. Yep, I watched it three times. And I don't like the uncut version at all. I don't either. I really do not like it. Like I, it ruins a lot of the movie for me. A lot of the things they added in completely changed how I felt about the characters, and I, I'm not a fan of it. You're talking about especially the hotel scene where they're talking about the girl. The hotel scene yeah. gets, and, and where like Jim Carrey is like challenging uh, Jeff Daniels, like you know what I'd do to you if you were a girl, you know, like okay, I don't like this dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, you've never you've never watched the director's cut. Um, yeah, I hear you. I watched the director's cut uh, a few times, thinking that okay, maybe I maybe it was just a bad day. And then I watch it the second time, and I'm just like, oh, I don't like it. And then in the I mean the uh, the bathroom stall scene is extended where you know Seabass takes his pants off and starts. Yeah. It gets really why, threatening. Out of a sudden, he just like has his pants off because they show it in that part. Um, no, like the, the scene where, uh, you know, he's going to go after Jim Carrey before, uh, yeah, Harry comes in, he Harry actually comes... takes his pants off and stuff. So they, <laughs> they have extended scenes and it's not very good. It's um, not. And then after that, Jeff Daniels, Harry is like in the, when they're in the car after that, when they're in the shagging wagon, like he's making fun of, of Lloyd for being gay. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh. It, it, it just starts to get like, I don't like this dynamic between the two of them. There's some darkness to this that I don't care for. Yeah. Like, this is a good buddy comedy, and I don't like the moment. I'm so glad they cut all those moments out of the theatrical release because it's a way better movie without him. You don't need him. Yeah. I'm usually a, a bigger fan of director cuts in almost any movie that I watch. Uh, but this is one of those few where, the, for example, like uh, Payback with Mel Gibson. Mm -hmm. The director's cut is worse. Um, a lot of dynamic is changed in that and made me not like Mel Gibson, you know, because the, the tagline of that movie is you're going to root for the bad guy. But in the director's cut, they changed the ending and it's terrible. I Fonda and I, we watched it once and we hated it. And I'm like, I'm never watching the director's cut again. But you know, most director cuts, you know, Daredevil is better and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. various director's cuts are way better than the original. But, yeah, this is one of those trashy director's cuts that I'm glad that the theatrical uh, like Central Intelligence. Um, I love that movie, but I think the PG-13 movie is better than the than the director's cut. I watched Absolutely. It. Yeah, I watched the director's cut uh, once thinking that I'd get more jokes and it was better to watch the 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 real you know the, the one yeah that. yeah this is a real where they make jokes yeah that was funnier than the actual director's cut so i've only watched the theatrical cut now of central intelligence because it's funnier it flows better uh there's not so many scenes it's just it's tighter it's a tighter film and the jokes just pop versus the director's cut makes the jokes not pop if, if yeah sometimes some editing is a thing for a reason yeah sometimes you gotta edit things out to make it a better movie <laughs> yeah that's yeah. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent with you. Um, T Mac, I, I got a question for you. Uh oh. Mm. Which haircut is better, Harry's or Lloyd's? 
Don't think too hard. <laughs> Who has the better haircut? Boy, you are doing this dead air a favor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rule of podcasting. Never have dead air. Okay. Make, make something up if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I, I, I kind of like the bowl cut. <laughs> now, here's something I never knew. I didn't know Jim Carrey actually had a chipped tooth. I found that out yeah. years later. I thought that was pretty cool. Literally? Yeah, that's really his his real chipped tooth, and he has a spacer he puts in for all his other movies. And he thought, well, for this movie, I can actually use my real tooth. It'll work out. So I never knew that, and I, I respected him that much more for doing that. I thought that was very cool. Absolutely. There's a... There was a lot of weird things about this movie. I was kind of reading up on it. And, like, the fact that the studio desperately didn't want Jeff Daniels to be in this movie. And Jim Carrey fought for it. And the studio was like, Jim Carrey says, I it, I, I have to have him in it. And they're like, no, he's not funny. And so they lowballed him. Like, they offered him. Jim Carrey was making $7 million to make this movie. They offered Jeff Daniels fifty grand, hoping he'd say no. And he said, sure. And the studio's like, damn it. Uh, all right, you're in, I guess. Uh, so they you, wow. truly did not want him to be in this movie. They had other people that they wanted to be uh, one of the stars of it. In fact, the, the, the movie, when it was originally written, because it had been bounced around Hollywood a ton, uh, many, many times, and nobody liked it. Um, originally, uh, the oh gosh, I wrote this down. Where did I write it? Uh, the <laughs> The original cast was uh, Jeff Daniels' character was supposed to be played by Gary Oldman, and yeah, yeah, and oh, Nicolas Cage was supposed to be the Jim Carrey character. Nicolas Cage and Gary Oldman as Harry and Lloyd. Okay, Gary Oldman would be Commissioner Gordon from the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. Yeah. What? You should see your face. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nicolas Cage. Have you ever seen? I know. You know Nicholas Cage. Is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're perfect choice. Perfect choice, Tabby. Perfect choice. Right. Exactly. That that narrows him down. There you go. Ah, oh, I I will never watch the Ghost Rider sequel either. Fonda did. She told me how terrible it was, and she loves everything. So if she says it's that bad, I am gonna have to believe her on that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> like I remember re- I remember seeing a thing years ago, sometime after this came out, and they were showing how much ad-libbing they let Jim Carrey do. Yeah. And like some of the like some of the most memorable scenes to me are total ad-libs by him like when he's leaving the bar and he stops and looks at the paper on the wall and it's like that says man lands on moon he runs out we landed on the moon like that was all <laughs> him just made it up on the spot like you know for for elderly person although slow <laughs> you can still serve a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and then he slams the door. I got robbed. Oh, so good. Only the essentials. This is the last of our money. He comes with like 12 pinwheels, an oversized hat. <laughs> uh, and, and he comes out of the 7-Eleven. Hi, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> so good. What other stuff <laughs> did he have? Big, I mean, things like big gulps, huh? Okay. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just brilliant. That's just great. That's why you, I don't think Nicolas Cage or Gary Oldman are going to give you that. No. You know, you get a comedic guy to get in there and just let him go. It just Yeah. It, there's I was reading uh, the IMDb trivia the other day, and uh, I was looking for it when I was rewatching the movie. When they come running out from the gas man. Yeah. 
in, early in the movie, if you look as they're running uh, in, towards the uh, the shagging wagon, there's yeah. a dude. There's a dude just whizzing on a wall out there. <laughs> I like, missed that. Did nobody see this, or did, I mean, like, I don't get it. <laughs> I missed that. I'm gonna have to look for that. What scene did that happen at? It's when they're escaping from the gas man and they okay. crawl out the window. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah. have, I'm gonna have to look for that. That's awesome. How do you know I sell gas? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are professionals. But they yeah, must have been following us for months. It's really funny because they're just two dumb people and they think they're professionals. Yeah. I got worms. Excuse me? <laughs> worms. Yeah, I love it when he turns and he's just driving and then you see the the terrible CGI explosion in the background. Oh my. Yeah, 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 that's pretty bad. But I mean, this movie was made for 17 million and it made 247. That's like triple your budget. So why did it take them 20 years to come out with a sequel, right? Okay. So, let's rewrite history. Okay. So, had there been had there been a sequel to this as the way it should have been, three, four years tops. Right. What do you think the story should have been or could have been better than what we got? Hmm. So they're leaving. They just turned down the Hawaiian Tropic Girls. They're off. Right. Trying trying to get back home. I mean, now really they're guys without a home. Right. You can send them in any direction you want. They're truly just wandering the earth on foot. You could put them into any any situation you want is better than what we got in the second one. Do you know what you just did? <laughs> You'll have to forgive my friend. He's a little slow. <laughs> that way. <laughs> I love that. Just the way he says, my friend's a little slow. <laughs> Isn't it weird that I just want to see him playing a Toys R Us? See what they'll do. Oh, there's a raft in there? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Kmart. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that scene in Grown Ups, too. So good. I mean, he got he got a sequel to Ace Ventura, but we didn't get a sequel to this for 20. I, I hate, hate, hate. When Nature Calls? I hate that movie. It's so bad. I will put that up there with with, with my Ventura. top five hatest hate movies. Oh. Hatest? Yeah. No, wait, what? Hatest. Mo- most hated Most movies? hated <laughs> movies of all time. Ace Ventura. Uh, dude, <gasps> coming out of the butthole of that freaking rhino. Yeah. Disgusting. But, I mean, fewer actors have had a better run to open their career than Jim Carrey coming out with Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Batman Forever, which you can judge how you want, but at the time was huge. Oh, yeah. Batman. And then The Cable Guy and Liar Liar. Like, that's just bang all in a row. (sighs) Okay. It's pretty decent. So, The Cable Guy, I I don't know why. I, I don't know if it because it was such a dark turn, but I never liked that movie. And I don't know why, because I'm a big fan of Matthew Broderick, but I don't know. I, maybe he was too good at being a stalker. Um, so how many times have you seen The Cable Guy? I'm just just wondering. Once. Okay. So when I saw The Cable Guy the first time, I hated it. Okay. And it was. It was like, well, this isn't the Jim Carrey I know. This isn't Jim Carrey love. It's not the funny Jim Carrey. Right. Um, and subsequent viewings... I have it suddenly rose up, so it's in the top three Jim Carrey movies for me. Really? But it started off with like, I hate this movie. This movie's horrible. Yeah. And then it just slowly started to build on all these. It, it, for a while there, when I first got my first apartment, it was a staple on HBO. So we would watch it almost nightly for a while, and pretty soon it's like, I really like this movie. This is really underrated dark comedy. Give it a shot. You never know. Right. If nothing else for the medieval time scenes, it, 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 those are great. Yeah. 
Okay, so all right, let's go down his filmography here because the okay. first movie I saw was Once Bitten, and I thought that was his first movie, but evidently uh, he has like multiple movies prior to Once Bitten: Finders Keepers, Rubber Face, Copper or Copper Mountain. All yeah, but those are all just terrible, like, right? Well, and they're like a lot of just really small scenes in those. Yeah. But Earth Girls are easy. Yeah, I just re- we just reviewed oh that on gosh, Real Reviews. I love that movie so much. So good, man. Damon Wayans, Jim Carrey. I'm a black jacket. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, fantastic. Batman Forever. I still use the uh, the uh, Joygasm line that he does. I get punched every time I say it from Fonda. That boy. She, she hates it every time I say it. Uh, but I still say it to this day. I 1995, still in 2017, I say it. Jim Carrey's fan. You know what? Jim Carrey was was a was. I know he's more of the Joker than he is anything. But when he does like, and now the real game begins, and he's got that dark look on his face. That's some scary crap, man. And I be- mm-hmm. and I believed it, man. Uh, good times. Uh, I really enjoyed his performance in that. But you're right. We got Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. Batman Forever, and then Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. But then he picks it back up with Cable Guy. Now, um, have you seen Liar Liar? The one where you can't tell a lie? No. And it's, I'm kicking my own ass. So, it's really good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I enjoy the, Liar Liar. The pen is blue. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Truman Show saw it once, didn't mind it. It was okay. It was kind of where he wanted to go serious. The, yeah. the serious role that I enjoy is the number 23 because he's complete psycho in that movie. That's a good movie. Like I, his serious roles, I'm really up and down with. Like I, 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 Truman shows, it's it's fine. It's good. I liked him in Man on the Moon. It's not great. I loved him in 23. Um, some of the movies like The Majestic, I just, I don't care for. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. Like he really, for a while, was really pushing to get that Oscar. He's like, I'm just gonna do whatever serious role you give me, and and now, I mean, now what's what's Jim Carrey been coming out with lately? Help me out, because I can't uh, even think. Okay, so Dumb and Dumber Two was 2014, and then he's yeah. got The Bad Batch and True Crimes coming out uh, last year. What? I've never even heard of either one of those. Yeah. He was in Mr. Popper's what? Penguins. Yeah, The Bad Batch. Oh, I like Mr. Popper's Penguins. That was a good movie. Okay, so The Bad Batch is a 2016 American romantic horror thriller film. Directed Jason by... Momoa, Keanu Reeves. How? I've never even heard of this. I know. Jason What the hell? Oh, it doesn't come out until this summer. Oh, okay. It's At least got... date of June of 17. June. Okay, perfect. All right, and yeah, he's like far down the list. Yeah, same as he was yeah. like one of the first twenty million dollar men. Wow! Like it, it was a while there where he was he was guaranteed money every time. So true crime is an American Polish crime drama thriller. Oh boy, Jameson's gonna be watching this one. Sure. Uh, it's at the Warsaw <laughs> Film Festival on October twelfth, two thousand sixteen. Was the world premiere. Uh, I have no idea who else is in this movie because I can't say their name. So, awesome. <laughs> you, you, wow, yeah, there's, they're all Polish. Wow. They're definitely Polish. Wow. Interesting. Very yeah, I mean, he did the incredible Burt Wonderstone. You ever seen that? The, the magician movie with Steve Carell? Uh, no. It's not that good. Not that good. Okay. You're not, you're not missing much. Yeah, it's, wow. It, I mean, Anchorman 2, 
It's, it's been a rough little run here for him. So what about Jeff Daniels? Is he doing anything? Okay, so the dude has, after Dumb and Dumber 2, he did Steve Jobs, 2015. He did The Martian. He was great. He was great in both of those. Yep, and then he did The Divergent uh, Allegiant. Yeah, terrible in that which, movie which i won't watch because they're not going to finish the series so why the hell would i want to watch the part three if there's gonna be no four and exactly. then the catcher was a spy scheduled for this year so his yeah, career, right. he reminds me of the guy in full house he does he looks like joey, yeah. joey from full house he does a little dave coulier yeah. yeah okay speaking of which okay so fuller house, I love tabitha and i hate full house <laughs> but we love fuller house and season two is even better oh than season my. one. Dude, I'm addicted. Do you have you seen Fuller House, dude? Have I seen Full? Stop it. <laughs> That's like when he asked me, "Do you do you need notes for Dumb and Dumber?" Okay, Jody Swinton, that girl. Jody Swinton, yeah. That girl yeah. can sing, man. Oh my oh, gosh, man. I love how there's like a dance routine every other In episode. Every it's, episode. It's like crazy, dude. I've really liked the second season quite a bit. It felt like the first season they were kind of, I mean, part of it was they were trying to figure out how to use the nostalgia and it kind of, oh, they would jam cast members into it, you know, from the original series. It felt like they were just kind of figuring things out. This second season has been actually a good season. Yeah. Okay, I, and I like it. They've let them kind of do their own stories now. We we just finished the second season. What's up? Okay, in season one, you know how they did that dirty dancing scene? Yeah. The girl yeah. who got the car out, like they said, she said, oh, crap, that's mine. Was that the girl from Ghostbusters or no? Mm, not sure. <laughs> I have no idea. That... Dead air. Now Dead that, air, Mike. <laughs> now that this turned into a full... Fuller House episode. So, uh, okay. So wrapping it up with, uh, with Dumb and Dumber, um, obviously fantastic movie. We love it. Uh, the sequel, not so much. Um, this, even after all these years, this is still, I mean, you and I, I think we both sit on record that coming to America is our favorite comedy of all time. Oh, Absolutely. I love that yeah. Movie. Yes. Tabitha loves that movie too. I would I would rank Dumb and Dumber in the top three best comedies of all time. Dumb and Dumber sits in my top five. Top five. Okay. Yeah. Top five would be better because you know we got Spaceballs <gasps> and all that. Yeah. There's a lot of movies up Dad, there, but yeah. Where does this stand on the Jim Carrey's? Uh, I think my favorite Jim Carrey movie would have to be Ace Ventura. Oh. And then this movie would be number two, The Mask number three. Yeah. Because I love Ace Ventura. Just, just the beginning. Oh, Morning, a-holes are closer than they appear. <laughs> so good. Hey, while you're out there, why don't you give me a push? <laughs> if I'm not back in five minutes, just, just wait, wait longer. So good, dude. What about you, Tabby? What do you think of it? What's your rankings for Jim Carrey? Okay. So, The Mask is not number one okay very very good um ace ventura is definitely my favorite because it's been my favorite since you ever showed it to me perfect um that's my girl my second one is okay what's some other ones you've been dumb and dumber we're we're just talking about not besides but besides those two like what's some other ones we just Um, for 10 minutes just went through his filmography we're gonna have you got you got your your batman and robin you got your uh liar liar uh, cable guy, uh, man on the moon, me, myself, and Irene. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Um, some... Horton Hears a Who. He's owned. Oh, I don't really Oh, how about the Christmas Carol, where he was all the creepy CGI characters? Um, I don't think I've ever seen that. How about Kick Ass Two? I don't, I don't even remember watching that, so I don't even know who he was in that movie. You didn't oh. even watch it. Don't say you don't even remember watching it because you, you don't need to. It's a bad movie. It. Well, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what's your so number one would be Ace, yes. and then where's Dumb and Dumber? Um, number two. Did you just take a drink or something? <laughs> Did you just hear all my ice hit the bottom? Yeah. I did. What was that? That was really loud in my ear too. Sorry then, about that. Then the mask. Then, um, that's good. Pro- probably Mr. Popper's Penguins. And then I haven't Batman. watched that one. I have seen it. It's really funny. Cool. Good times. All right, sir. Star rate. Well, you know what? We're not doing star ratings anymore on STL season two. Oh, we're doing. We're, we're doing grade letters. So. Uh, I would give Dumb and Dumber a solid A minus. All right. Tabitha, what would you give? Well, Dumb and Dumber. It's definitely not an A plus, but solid A. No. Okay. Wait, isn't A minus higher than A? No, A minus is below A. Okay, so then an A. Okay. Very good, Jameson. I give it an A plus. For real? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite, it's my favorite Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Uh I would get for me Ace Ventura A plus. I love that movie so much. Oh my gosh. But yeah, this is this is an A minus for me simply because of that 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 dream sequence really tears it down for me oh, to yeah. to give it a solid A. Uh you know, that's why I give it A minus. But yeah. I, you know. It it's nothing you know, I mean that's it's kind of five minutes, but yeah. So yeah. So A plus, A minus, A. Very solid ratings, I would say. Pretty good for, scores for a movie that uh, is I, still to this day standing the test of time. So getting new people into it. Now, did you know that there was a TV series on this? I had no idea. Are you serious? What? Yeah, Dumb and Dumber TV series it was an animated series produced by Hanna Barbera in 1994. It premiered on ABC. Voices oh. of, of Matt Frewer, Bill Fragbackle. Oh, I love him. Bronson Pinchot. No, that's Belky Bartakamos. Right. And there was 13 episodes. Who is Belky Bartakamos playing? Uh, let me look. He is playing... Uh, no Dead dum- Silence. Dumpster. That's oh, he's playing the dumpster. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So, sure, the, 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 the talking dumpster. Yeah. So there you yep. go. That was the TV series that I never watched and never knew about until today. I'm going to have to track that thing down and watch an episode. <laughs> it's probably on Hulu or something. Good yeah, it's got to be somewhere. All right. Well, sir, uh, I think that's it for wraps. So I have no emails. That's okay mm-hmm. because, you know, nobody ever listens to STL anymore, so it's okay. <laughs> Well, I ain't going to help that. <laughs> right? Uh, so I'd like to play a really quick game with you, sir. We haven't played Ooh. in quite a long time. Okay. Do you want to play uh, What Movie Am I? <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody steps on a church in my town. Okay. You people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president. I shot him six times. I, I shot him in the heart. That... Calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious. I'm Batman. Let's go. Thanks. 
sweet. Good times. Now, Tabby, you have to sit back, relax, and listen. As, okay. as this is a fun game we used to have. Now, uh, if I remember correctly, we do a scene from a movie that we think the other person is going to guess, and when they get stumped, they get one clue. And then if they don't get it right, then they lose. And okay. then the other person, you know, then they go. So we were doing uh, we were doing one-point system, and in season one of STL, you won. You beat right. me by, like, three points, I think it was. So. Mm-hmm. You want me to go first, or yeah, because wanna... uh, I'm on the spot. I'm trying to think of a movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, boy. Okay. Um, perfect. All right, let's do this. So we have a cafeteria scene, and in the cafeteria scene, we have the star of the movie, who is wearing a gray hoodie, and it's in high school in the cafeteria and he gets the uh, his his best friend who by the end of the movie uh will become his girlfriend but his best friend says you know uh the girl that you're interested in is not for you but you know uh but uh, hold on tavi don't try to distract me i'm trying to tell a story here (laughs) and uh and he's like you know what maybe you should notice me so he goes up to her and these two guys come up to him, and the first time I ever heard douchebag is in this line where he goes, what do you want, douchebag? He goes, I just wanted to talk to Sharon. Well, she doesn't want to talk to you. And uh, he proceeds to step on his toe, and uh, and our hero of the story walks away. But at the end of the scene, the bad guy gets his comeuppance, and he gets thrown into a pile of food. What movie am I? I know this movie. Oh, this is... This is... A great movie. This is from the 1985 classic. Just one of the guys. No! Oh! No! Can I tell him? Yes. It's the Heavenly Kid! Oh my Dang god. It. <laughs> I was just going to say, is that your final answer? But boy, you you jumped right to it. Okay. I, I locked in with but, it. I thought I knew it what was. it was. It was really funny because yeah. he thought he knew exactly yeah, this, what it was. This is when Jason Gedrick. He has his, you know, his woman next to him, and uh, he thinks that the blonde Sharon is the girl for him, which we all know is cold-hearted. And he goes to talk to him. That's when the two guys come up to him and step on his foot. And as Lenny is walking away, that's when the, you know, the angel, his dad, grabs his foot and then throws him into a pile of food. And then the whole class, the whole cafeteria starts laughing, and they kind of get a little bit more respect for Lenny. So that's from my Man. second favorite movie of all time, Man, The Heavenly I, Kid. I knew this so. movie. Yes. I'll be honest with you. I heard you say cafeteria, and I heard you say best friend who will be his girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, it's just one of the guys. And then I kind of stopped listening because I was trying to think of the movie that I was going to come up with. <laughs> hey, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So I was like, oh, this is a lock. Yeah, it's just one of the guys. No all right. Deal. All right. So next, next episode we get together, which is going to be mm-hmm. sooner than later, uh, we're going to do this again. So come prepare with the movie as I will as well, so we can pay full attention. So very good, I like it. All right, good times. So all right, here we go. It's your turn now, son. Okay, I have a I'm I'm thrown right now. I'm not sure what's going on because I got that wrong. (laughs) Uh, T Mac, I feel like she was taunting me in the background. I didn't like that. (laughs) I don't need any of that. I got taunted in the last episode she was on. She was. She was in the background. She's like, I know what movie this is. I know what movie this is. I do. Now I feel I feel dumber. <laughs> uh, I'm, at least I didn't have to hear any uh, Suicide Squad is good talk this episode, so that's good. Yeah. Um, 
All right, let's see. My movie is okay. I just have a short scene. I'm sure you'll get this, but I, I have no creativity at the moment. Um, so it is uh this uh this guy. He's uh he's a young man. He's a real tool. Nobody likes him. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's he's just he, he's an idiot. And uh, he he uh he's doing his laundry, and he's doing his laundry, and he's just. He's, he's getting it all folded up, and then uh, for whatever dumb reason, he decides to start using uh, uh, martial arts to dry his laundry. And he starts uh, doing doing front kicks and uh, taekwondo to start wringing out his laundry and uh, getting it up on the on the dry line. Batman forever. There you go. <laughs> Chris, I hate Crystal Donald. Crystal Donald, Batman. He's Robin. It's all good. Batman forever. <laughs> Woo, one point for me. Good job. Nice he's job. a real tool. You didn't like Crystal Donald. I hate, okay, I hate Crystal Donald so much. <laughs> Oh, I love that scene. That's one of my favorite it's scenes. A, I, look, I love that movie so much because it's such it's so different from the previous movie. Like super dark, super dark. Hey, everything's a glow light rave. Check it out. <laughs> I love it. Good. Yeah, I I can really watch Batman Forever and Robin in a whole new light now. Um, you know, I, I basically was like the DCU currently with Batman is where we left off with Batman and Robin between the Nolan movie that 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 10 year period of what do we do? That's where I feel like we're at now. So I'm yeah. like history repeats itself, you know, so <laughs> that it does. I'm just going to go back and watch my Nolan movies. That's what I'm going to do. So <laughs> nothing wrong with that. All right, sir. Let's get into the music spotlight. All right, sir. So um, I want to do two songs today because I have Ooh. one song that's controversial and then another song that I'm currently loving that is evidently very old and I have no idea it was. So uh, the first song that I'm going to play, which is... <laughs> have you guys ever heard of the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so our first song is uh, from one of our all-time favorite bands, Linkin Park. Uh-huh. Have you heard the new single, Heavy, sir? I have not. This song is very hated right now. Ve- very hated. Uh, their album hasn't even come out, and they have so many one-star album review. Uh, <laughs> because I absolutely love this song, but you would think with the title name Heavy, it would be one of their heaviest songs, right? It's a very slow pop song that they did. They have a girl coming in, and Chester starts the song off very slow. His 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 voice has gotten so awesome over the years. He goes really high. It's fantastic. This girl comes in. She just murders the song. But because of the fact that it's Linkin Park, your single is called Heavy, and it has almost a pop feel to it, fans have hated on this song. I'm hmm. talking hate dude i mean you go to their facebook page you'll see hate emojis everywhere it's pretty insane i have full 
faith in this album because you know minutes to midnight is my favorite Linkin park album and that's because that album was so diverse it had hard it had soft it had everything i love that album but i really enjoy this song i think it took a lot of balls to make a song like this especially from Linkin park tabby heard it she loved it and uh you know, I really enjoy it. So it's very controversial. So, but the reason I want to do a second song is the second song is more rock and roll than this Ooh. one. So, uh, the second song that I'm going to play is a song called "Kick in the Teeth" from Papa Roach. I've never heard this song, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. I had it on my Skillet playlist on my Apple Music, and this song came on. I'm like, how come I've never heard this song? I guess it came out in 2006. Uh, have you heard this song before? I have, yeah. Is is it a good song? It's a pretty decent song from what I remember. It's yeah. been a little while since I heard it, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to end the episode with that one because it's an awesome song. I really dig it, and I thought it was from this year, so I'm like, ooh, I got a new song. <laughs> You're got, only a decade off. I know. I'm like, I got a new song top for the year. But currently, the number one song of 2017 is the Batman song from Lego Movie, so... That, nice. that song's fantastic, man. At least it's not that one song where goes, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. What's going on? Okay. Did you see that video I posted about uh, leaked footage of the Batman? And it starts uh, off with okay. the logo and then it's Adam West uh, doing the duh, 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 stupid dance. Have you yeah. seen that video? That's what, that's what she's talking about. She she hates it, and she said she's gonna make it a ring my my ringtone because I keep playing that video over and over again. So <laughs> I just can't get enough of the. Ooh. But it's not the song; it's the face he makes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. So, um, so sir, next movie we do. You want to do Spaceballs, the long-awaited film? Sure, it's only like five years in the making. I know, right? And then we'll do ten things I hate about you after that. So right. I love that movie. Yeah, I know you do. That's that that was kind of our pick. Was gonna be Dumb and Dumber or Ten Things I Hate About You, but I I wanna rewatch Ten Things I Hate About You and put a lot of time and effort in that because that movie I got a lot of history with that movie. I absolutely love it. The soundtrack, still fantastic. I listen to it to this day. Um, still my favorite song. It's yeah, and Tabby every time she watches it, she's like, I can't believe that's the Joker. I can't believe mm-hmm. it's the Joker. You know, it's it's insane. So, and that's uh, that was on Sarah's uh, on Sarah's list that you did on. Uh, it's time for five. So absolutely. And, and your chick flick was lame. Number one, that was so stupid. I can't believe you <sighs> said that was a chick flick. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, he picked the Princess Bride as the best chick flick of all time. So. One of the good ones is Fault in Our Stars. That's a really good yeah. One. That's a good one. Nope. All right, sir. So, um, do you remember the email address of STL? Because I don't. It's stlpodcast at gmail.com. Very good. See, this is why you're hired, because you, <laughs> you remember stuff. So, uh, so what you up to? Uh, how many podcasts you got going now? Just a couple. I mean, just doing, you know, doing some uh, real films, talking about some documentaries. Jason and I are going to do that uh, here this week, and... Uh, the movie Mojo Monthly. We, you know, I actually had Brian in the house this weekend. Couldn't get an episode recorded, but uh, it was he it was, was uh, he was there on your he, birthday. He was there. He actually planned it. Yeah, nice. He actually uh, planned this whole shindig for me. Surprise party that I ruined. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was I was not supposed to know about, but I did. It's all right. He got he got <laughs> to witness the biggest flub in Oscar history. So true enough. True enough. 
Um, gonna do some, gonna do some time for five, like you mentioned. Gonna talk about our favorite actors. Nice. That should be tough to narrow down to five. <laughs> yeah, right. Good grief. Good grief, man. I feel sorry for you on that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Um. No. Yeah. If you, hey, I, if you ever need me on that show again, I'd be more than happy to, cause I, I had a blast. Absolutely. Talking, talking you are on the short list of uh, replacement guest hosts. Nice. Nice. Um, hey, I have a request for you to do for uh, for real films. Um, okay. I love the uh, four and a half hour documentary on Netflix of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh my God. Uh, where they break down and, and actually, if a movie if the movie was trash, they tell you it was trash and talk about how the script wasn't even written while they're doing posters and everything. It's called Never Sleep Again. Uh, it's I love that documentary so. Uh, if you ever get a chance to do that, I'd love to hear what you would think of that. I'm sure I could convince Jason to do that. Yeah. It's on, I Net- mean, it's on Netflix. So I love it. Yeah. Four and a half hours. They go through every single movie and like part two, they literally say is the gayest movie ever made and, <laughs> and uh, rip it apart. And then you but get, it doesn't really feel like four hours. right. But I, I was, I couldn't believe it when they talked about how part four was being made with no script and they had like, they wrote it in two weeks and all this and that, and they put it together on the fly and you hear all these back, all these terrible stories going on. So then you hear the good stuff going on and it was, it was a really fun, uh, ride going through and it was a four and a half hours then went really fast. So, um, I, I'm in, I'd really love to hear what you, uh, what you think. So good times. Yeah. I mean, we did, we did an episode on, a on a podcast or in a documentary series that was like a hundred and some hours long. Wow. Four and a half is no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for checking out the episode. It was great having you on again, Jameson. So if it was guys, awesome to be here. It, it was a blast. And uh, we got to do this real, real soon. So if you guys want to write in for the next episode, which will be Spaceballs, please do so at stlpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, if you want to join the STL Nation, please do so. Look up STL Nation on Facebook. Uh, and if you want a T-shirt, let me know because I'm kind of we got new uh, laser printing going on, and I'm seeing how many people are interested in it. So if you guys are down, let me know. So you got one, so I do. Yeah, I'll have to get you a new one with the new laser printing, so that way you can actually wash and dry it. And yeah, because mine does not look really good. Yeah, it is flaked off in in several parts. <laughs> yeah, you must you must have dried it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks a lot, sir. And uh, thank you, Tabby, for joining me for another episode. Yeah. Had good times. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen her face. She did a she did a Jim Carrey face. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoy the music spotlights, uh, if not one, both. Or if you hate the Linkin Park one, then skip to the other song. So, And uh, I will catch you guys on the next episode. So thank you, Jameson. Thank you, Tabby. Have a good one. Take care. Masunasa. I don't like my mind right now Stacking up problems that are so unnecessary Wish that I could slow things down I wanna let go, but there's comfort in the panic And I drive myself crazy Thinking everything's about me Yeah, I drive myself crazy Cause I can't escape the gravity Everything's so heavy, holding on to so much 
I keep dragging around. 